What is up, you beautiful butthole? And all you ugly bastards. This is the Two Ugly Bastards podcast. I'm your host, the Redneck Yankee. And I'm over here, the Redneck Gnome. Sitting in his laundry closet. Don't judge my recording studio. Hey, yes, we are back at it once again for another lovely episode. Now, this one... I'm going to say, I'm going to start, I'm going to open this up just by saying out this is probably one you guys are not going to expect, um, considering the ones we've been doing uh, the last uh, three. This is what, number four now, I think? Yeah, number four. So, but on this episode that y'all are going to be listening to, whether it's in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, before you're going to bed, or whatever, on your way to work, on your way home from work. This is going to be about, I'm going to say, like, the essentials of comedy groups. I'm not talking about Weird Al. No, like, this one we're talking about just, like, bands or groups. Um, We didn't cover any, like, specific, you know, solo artists. Yes. So, on this episode, we are going to be talking about, now, if any of y'all know these, Please chime in on Facebook after this post. We would love to know what your favorite songs are. First one we've got going, well, I'm just going to list off the three that we're going to be discussing in no particular order. We've got The Lonely Island. Yes, if y'all remember SNL, that is the one where Dick in a Box came from. Another one. Another one that if y'all have ever seen the movie, which is a damn good movie, is Tenacious D, and I'm talking about the movie The Pick of Destiny. Now, another one, too, is that my co-host knows a little squinchy, squinchy bit more of them. It's Psycho Stick. Yeah, I like me some Psycho Stick. Like, they're not as popular or well-known, but when it comes to comedy bands, like, they're one of the top ones that come to mind for me. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Good thing we can edit. Yeah, I don't know. I might leave that in. It builds on the whole ugly bastards concept. Oh, hell, I'll keep going then. Yeah, I don't want to hear any farts coming through the mic, though, dude. No, there, there, there ain't going to be no farts. All right. So are we starting with Tenacious D? I don't know. What? What? What do you feel like starting off with? I mean, we can start with Lonely Island, Nation C, Psycho Stick. Let's let's take a vote. What do you want? I will do Lonely Island. All right, Lonely Island it is. So these guys, like I knew of Andy Sandberg before I knew of Lonely Island. And yep. it was because I watched him in the movie Superbad. Uh-huh. And then, you know, just like seeing the movie, I was like, oh, this dude's kind of funny. Started looking up stuff online and like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's this whole like comedy thing he's got going on with all these like weird songs, man. Uh huh. Yep. And I, and I could just see that, I mean, 
this is the only band that I could think of that Andy Samberg or group, I should say, that Andy Samberg could come around. It's it's retarded. The first song I remember hearing from these guys was I'm on a boat. Yep. Was that the first one for you too? Yeah, the first one I heard was the first one that I've heard of them was on a boat. And I think that's the first one that a lot of them that a lot of people heard too was I'm on a boat because it was so popular out on YouTube land. Like yeah. it, was, it was redonkulous. Yeah, I'm on a boat. And then another one from that same album they put out was uh, Jizz in My Pants. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> watching the video for that one, it's just, it is hilarious. Jizz in my pants. That he's making like all the, <laughs> to like the really weird facial expressions. Yes. Yes. That is, that is true. Um, now, I think besides I'm on a boat, like that is that is the best song that me personally, that's like one of their best. I mean, like whoever thought that they could get fucking T-Pain on that motherfucking song, like is phenomenal. Like I'm telling you, if T-Pain was not on that song, it would not have become as popular as it did. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it definitely gave it a lot of juice to, you know, really get it out there because especially during that time t-pain was still super popular oh yeah oh hell yeah he was and i honestly think that he he literally just did that to uh just to be hey fuck it why not right you know One thing I think a lot of people don't realize, though, is that the Lonely Island is actually made up of three dudes. Um, Mm -hmm. Andy Samberg is just like the most popular one, I guess you could say, because he's he's been in more mainstream stuff. But, um, you know, Yorma Tacone, he was also in Superbad. And the dude who directed it, too, I think he may have even wrote it. Hot Rod, uh, the dude who did that, Akiva Schaefer. But, you know, it's one of those things that, like, everybody knows Andy Samberg. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, you got to give credit to all three of them. Oh, yeah. And they, the Lonely Island got their start on Saturday Night Live. Is where they got their start before they started releasing albums and whatnot. See, now I didn't know that because, like, I'm looking and, of course, it's just Wikipedia. You, you never can trust Wikipedia. But it says it's a comedy trio formed uh, by the guys in Berkeley, California, back in 2001, though. Uh-huh. But, see, here's the kicker, though. They formed in 2001. They didn't get popular, though, until they reached SNL in 2005. Yeah. And then their first album didn't come out until 2009. Yeah. Yeah, SNL was kind of like the vehicle for it all. Oh yeah. SNL was their was their wheelhouse, their vehicle and whatnot. And like I'm looking at their first album and which is incredible, which is titled Incredibad. Yeah. And uh that's the song that had Jizz in my pants, I'm on a boat, 
Fucking like a boss. Dick in a box featuring Justin Timberlake. Oh, dude, I love me some like a boss. Uh-huh. Like that song, that like if you sit there and you watch that video, you're just like, that's fucking great. Right. But uh, even the album that came after that, though, because again, it, it was one of the songs is definitely based off another SNL skit, um, Mother Lover. Yes. Mother Lover. And they've worked with Justin Timberlake, you know, quite a bit. Uh-huh. Just through the SNL stuff. But um another great one from that one, uh, that album though was Jack Sparrow. They had Michael fucking Bolton. Exactly. Like you would think, you know, like fucking Michael Bolton of all fucking people. Like what the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things like, okay, Michael Bolton, who's this like super serious kind of guy, or at least his music comes across that way. And then here he is in this song with these three dudes who only do like comedy stuff. Yeah. And it's another one of those these guys work best in video. If you check them out on YouTube, even though some of the videos are kind of old now, like we're talking. Oh yeah. What? 14 years old. Well, like if, they were, they released Jack Sparrow in 2011. Yeah. I was thinking like all the way back to I'm on a boat and stuff like that. I mean, those were released in 2009. Oh and, yeah. Let's, let's, let's see here. When did, when did that video come out? 13 years ago, that video hit YouTube. Yep. Yep. Man, it's crazy to think about that stuff. Like, remembering when it came out and thinking about how long it's been. Exactly. You're like, holy fuck, man. Right? You're like, god damn. But no, to any of our listeners out there, you guys have got to check out Guys, gals, non-binary pals. I say guys just as out of habit. Um, but yeah, check out The Lonely Island on YouTube. Their videos are hilarious. Especially Jack Sparrow with Michael Bolton in it because the amount of fucking characters he plays in that is fucking hilarious. He goes right. from he goes from fucking playing Jack Sparrow to fucking Aaron Brockovich to fucking Tony Montana. Oh, the Aaron Brockovich cracked me up. Man. Oh, hell yeah. When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I, like, I just want to know how in the how much they had to pay Michael Bolton to dress up as Aaron Brockovich. Probably more than I will make in, like, a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know? And, but see, and here's another thing, too. You also got to think about it. When they put Michael Bolton on Jack Sparrow... My thing is, is, did he do it, say, did he do it just for the hell of it, or did he do it for the money? I want to say he did it for the hell of it, because then that gave him more people to be like, who the fuck is Michael Bolt? Right? They're, or they're like, oh, man, I've heard of this guy. He's like somebody my mom listens to, you know? Exactly. You know? And then, <laughs> I think, and then the other song off of that album, Turtle Neck and Chain. That is fucking iconic. And you know the song as soon as you hear like the first three seconds of the intro is I just had sex. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> like Akon on that song made it. He did. And I mean, that one, yes, the video is hilarious, just like all the rest of them. But even just listening to the song and the lyrics and everything. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it it cracks me up. And yeah, it, and so does Threw It on the Ground. Do what? Threw It on the Ground. Oh, yeah. Like, this just goes to show you that that song, I Just Had Sex, was on the weekly charts back in 2010 and 2011. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. This really makes me want to go to these two countries just to see if they're as fucked up and as freaky as I think they are. But in Sweden and Belgium, that motherfucking song was number two on their charts. Well, see, you know, the thing that a lot of other countries do with their, like, top 40 charts and stuff, they don't pick just a certain genre of music to be in their, like, pop hits. It it literally, for them, pop means popular. Whatever is the most popular stuff, they're putting it on their yeah. top charts. Here in the States, we have, like, you know, your top 40 bubblegum pop, Harry Styles, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then you've got all these other charts for like alternative music, hip hop, R&B, you know, it's, it's divided a lot more over here than it is over there. Well, I mean, I'll give it to them though. That, that song made it into the top, made it to number 30 on us billboard hot 100. You know, I'd be surprised if it didn't get at least a few rounds of radio play on like, the local top 40 stations here back when it was popular. Yeah. Probably edited like hell, but. Oh yeah. Or, I mean, hell, they probably could have, you know, just, or if you were listening to satellite when that was kind of starting out back then too, you know, you know, that's one thing I never got into. I never listened to satellite radio much. It came with when my parents finally were able way out in the boonies to get a satellite um tv because i mean we were stuck with you know the old antenna getting three local channels for the longest time Uh uh-huh but when they finally got satellite set up it came with like a subscription to sirius or xm one of those before they merged Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm sure it was on there yeah like i'm looking at the lyrics for i just had sex and the like the you, you, you got to read the lyrics. They're, they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, one of them, like, the the famous line, or one of the things that Akon says in his parts is, a woman let me put my penis inside her, and it felt so good. <laughs> it's just, I, I want to know what their writing process is for coming up with this stuff. Uh-huh. Like and little funny side note on this on this song too. I was chilling. It was me and me and my buddy Squirrel. We were all hanging out in his basement. That was like the normal hangout. Like if we weren't at home, we were at his house downstairs in his basement. And our buddy comes in the door, comes in with his big ass smirk on his face. And I look at him, I'm like, bro, did you finally get laid? 
And he was like, yeah. And out of nowhere, my buddy Squirrel just throws this song on perfect on time to I just had sex. <laughs> and we're like, and I just start busting out laughing. And everybody was, and he was just like, really? We're like, dude, it's the perfect fucking song. You just had sex. And right? how many years? <laughs> Some of the lyrics from this one. I mean, so this one's dedicated to them girls that let us flop around on top of them. If you're near or far, whether short or tall, we want to thank you all for letting us fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking great. Oh. But, but yeah, um, and then back to like, uh, I'm on a boat. Like, I, I think the best line or the best lyric out of that song is when T Pain says, I fucked a mermaid. Yes. <laughs> Like, I mean, even if you don't know most of that song, if you've heard it before, you know somebody, everybody chimes in on that part of the song yeah. when it comes on. Mm-hmm. Trying to get the whole auto-tune voice going and everything. Yep. It's just, it's fucking phenomenal. Did you ever do the old school auto-tune where like you sang through a box fan, you know, so you could hear your <laughs> your voice coming through sounding like that? Yeah. I remember doing that as a kid. And then when you started hearing T-Pain do it all the time, you're like, man, I could have made some money doing this had I thought about it. Exactly, right? And then, like, another song that they did was The Creep with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. The Creep. (sighs) Yeah. And then they did Turtleneck and Chain with Snoop Dogg. That one had a lot of good songs on it. uh Uh-huh. Like, they, hell, they even did a song with fucking Beck. Yeah. Like, come on. Everybody likes to laugh, man. So why not jump in on it? Why not? But yeah, it's it's great. And back then around this time is when everybody needed a good laugh. You throw on Lonely Island, you never heard them, and they'll just they're just you're just gonna start laughing because the songs are so fucked up, but they're catchy and they're amazing. Right. Great. Great. And Another thing, too, that a lot of people probably don't know is they even got Natalie Portman to do a goddamn song. Yep. Called Which Natalie Rapp. I had forgotten about that until you brought it up, like we were talking before we started recording. And I had forgotten that that one was even out there. <laughs> and then when you started playing, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, they actually did two. They did Natalie Rap and then Natalie Rap 2.0. And who would have thought? Natalie Portman, of all people, would be rapping on a song. Yep. Like, even on their album, even on their album, the Whack album, this goes back to fucking our last episode with Green Day. They did a fucking song with Billy Joel Armstrong. Yep. Fucking Hugh Jackman did one with them. It's crazy the amount of big names that these people have worked with. Of course, they're all big names on their own. You know, Andy Samberg, Yorma Tacone, and Akiva Schaefer. They're they're all big names in their own right. It's just to hear the songs that they put out and the amount of big name celebrities they got to feature on them is insane. Yeah. Like, oh, damn. I never knew they did another one with Michael Bolton. Incredible thoughts. Yeah, I didn't know about that one either. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out after the podcast. 
Yeah, they did one with they did one with they even did one with Emma Stone, Pink. They did a couple with Adam Levine. Adam Levine can go get fucked. Right. But yeah, it's it's just like the the people that they got to get on their shit is, is great. Hell, they even did one with Jack Black. Yep. Like, come on now. Nora Jones. But speaking of Jack Black, though, I think that's probably a good time for us to transition over to one of the other groups that we had started talking about um, and to transition over to Tenacious D. Uh, Tenacious D. God, there's another one where they've got some pretty fucking amazing songs. They've got the songs that Tenacious D have done are amazing. You've got Belzy Boss, Fuck Her Gently, Master Exploder, Classico, Kickapoo, Tribute, Wonder Boy. Tribute was actually the first song I ever heard from them. And it got played on the um, local rock station one time. And I was listening to it. My cousin was staying over with me and I remember hearing it on the radio. And it was... I'm like, listen to this. What is this? Because it's kind of weird, kind of funky, you know, but it's, it's, I don't know. It, whenever I started really getting into Tenacious D, I was like, ah, oh, yep, that's kind of classic. That's, that's their style. But yeah, Tribute was the first song I ever heard from them. Mm-hmm. And what's funny too is a lot of people do not know this. That Dave Grohl, yes, that Dave Grohl from Nirvana and Foo Fighters did a lot, did all of their drumming for their records in the recording studio. Yeah, like, and in the the Pick a Destiny movie, he played Satan. Yes, he did. Which, yeah, when you did. see the movie, it doesn't even look like Dave Grohl, though. No, it don't. But um, I used to have it on DVD, and I remember watching some of the like special features or whatever on the disc, and <laughs> doing like interviews and stuff, behind the scenes stuff. I was like, "Oh wait, no, Dave Grohl, cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of their big songs, though, it came from the movie "The Pick of Destiny." They really did. A lot of the songs that they that they had that they did came from the Pick of Destiny, like uh, Kickapoo. Yep. That's, that song had um, Meatloaf and Ronnie James Dio on it. R.I.P. Dio and Meatloaf. Yep. And, you know, and then with Belzy Boss, that was Dave Roll as the demon. Yep. You know, and then uh, what what are you know, and then you had uh the government Master, totally sucks. Yep, the government totally sucks. That was on there. Master Exploder was another one. Yep. Um the metal was on there. And in the just, metal, I I like that one because that one was also on one of the guitar hero games. I remember uh, two or three, it was on there. 
Uh-huh. But yeah, like, and like one of the writers for Classico that was on there, for one of the writers, like for Classico, Jack Black and Kyle Gass didn't write Classico. One of the writers on there was Johann Sebastian Bach. Yeah, like they borrowed the tune of um yeah if i try to pronounce it i'm gonna fuck it up but yeah they borrowed the stuff like they wrote the lyrics but they borrowed the music from Bach, beethoven and mozart another great song though and like that movie was actually you know some people hated it some people really did but you have to understand that kind of humor to find it funny Uh uh-huh and that movie, The Pig of Destiny, is, is kind of what pushed Tenacious D out there. Yeah, I mean, they had their show on HBO back from like 97 to 2000. But uh-huh. back then, you know, Jack Black wasn't a super huge name. It wasn't until later on, whenever this movie came out, that he started getting more popular. Um because, I mean, I think some of the biggest stuff that Jack Black had done up to that time was maybe... When did School of Rock come out? Because I think it came out before Pick a Destiny did. Yeah. So School of Rock came out in 2003. That was a big hit for Jack Black. And then after School of Rock, it was, you know, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. And then he also did, um, you know, from there... He started doing like a lot of um, voiceover work too. Uh huh. He picked up that whole Kung Fu Panda thing, you know? Yep. Now, there's one song on that they did that was on the soundtrack A School of Rock by one band that was, and this is the only movie that this band has ever let their song be on only because Jack Black literally went and begged them to use it which is the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin it's a fantastic song though mm-hmm. like but it's this, hard to beat Zeppelin yeah but this movie is the only movie that Led Zeppelin has ever let anybody use the immigrant song in any movie soundtrack ever i feel like that's changed though it might have been but up until that point up until that point it 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 might have changed but as far as i know y'all can argue with me and quote me if i'm wrong which i'm pretty sure there's fucking fact check fact checkers out there in the land of podcast world. But as far as I know, that movie is the only song that is that Led Zeppelin has ever let anybody ever use that song. Is that movie. Yeah, up until that point, I'm sure it was. Like it's just after that, the the only other movie though that I, that I can think of that comes to mind that had that song in it was uh Thor Ragnarok had it. It was even in like the trailers and stuff for it. But yeah, up until the point School of Rock came out, yeah, I'm sure it was like the only one that 
has ever had it. And, you know, they had to give props to Jack Black for being able to put that in there. Uh huh. Now, songs from Tenacious D, we would not exactly call them um, kid friendly, just the same as with The Lonely Island, because you've got song titles such as Fucker Gently. Uh huh. I mean, I don't know about some of the other people out there, but that's not exactly something I would let, you know, my five year old be listening to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I also used to like Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy was a good song, too. Yeah. Wonder Boy was a good song. It's really catchy. It really is. So the first movie that the immigrant song was ever in is School of Rock. Then it was in another movie that I've never even heard of, which is Life on Mars. Yeah. And then it was on, they used it in Shrek the Third. Really? Then, yeah, supposedly. The fuck? And then Thor Ragnarok. That's it. Huh. Interesting. Well, I knew it was in Thor Ragnarok, but Shrek the Third, though, like, why? I, I don't know. That's just, that's still kind of funny. Yeah, I never really got into the Shrek movies except for the first one. The first one was funny. Yeah. After first that, one was though, good. And then, yeah, they just kind of went downhill from there. Yeah. And then they made like 20 of them. I'm like, stop. Mike Myers needed that cash flow, I guess. Uh huh. So if you had to pick one Tenacious D song, like, say you were going to have somebody who had never heard Tenacious D before you're going to have them listen to them. What would be the one song you'd pick? Kickapoo. Kickapoo? Yep. It's a good choice. Uh-huh. I think for me, it would still be Tribute. And that one, like I said, that one just sticks out to me because it was the first Tenacious D song I ever remember hearing. Uh-huh. Before I even knew who they were, who was in the band or anything like that. Yep. It is confirmed. Shrek the Third did use immigrant song. That's terrible. Yep. I feel bad it's, for Led Zeppelin. It's, it's on their soundtrack. Not that my words mean anything, but if any of the members of Led Zeppelin happen to hear this podcast, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your song got put in such a terrible movie. I hope yeah. you made some money off of it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did too, but like, why Shrek the Third? Why? I don't know. Maybe they were trying to be hip. I hate that word. What, hip? When it's used in that context, instead of talking about, you know, the actual hip socket, you know, on the human body. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. But, but yeah, the first song that I would have anybody check out is Pickapoo. Kickapoo is a great one. Yeah. Kickapoo. And it's fun to say. Kickapoo. Kickapoo. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I heard Kickapoo, though, was when I watched the movie The Pick of Destiny. And God, 10, 12, something like that years ago was the first time I watched the movie. Yeah, now, I've probably seen it like, you know, a couple of times since then. But yeah, it's 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 been a good while since I've seen the Pick of Destiny. That was the first time I heard it, and then seeing Meatloaf and Dio in the movie, I was just like, "Oh, 
Yes. You referred back to the Lonely Island. I did in my time. Yes. But, <laughs> you know, only metaphorically. Yeah. Yeah. And now, they still tour and stuff, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're getting ready to actually go on a tour this year. Actually, I was just looking at it. Yep. Yeah. They're still getting ready to. Yeah. They still tour and whatnot. They do, they do a lot of festivals. Yeah. But yeah, they they're still going on tour. Like their uh, their first show this year is uh, at the Shaky Knees Festival down here in Atlanta in May. Word. Yeah, and then they do uh, a couple of single shows, and then they do another festival in Florida. And then they uh, do a show in New Orleans, May 11th, before they jump across the pond and do a big uh, do a tour across Europe through uh, June, pretty much for like all of June, almost. I wonder what that's like touring whenever you're that age. Because, you know, Kyle Gass and Jack Black are not uh, spring chickens anymore. No, they are not. They are not spring chickens, for sure. <laughs> let's just throw that out there yeah but, uh, yeah because let's see here fucking uh kyle gas is 62 he'll be 63 in july yeah and then jack black is 53 gotcha yeah so yeah but i mean hell just look at all the energy, Joe, or energy, though, that Jack Black had. Oh, yeah, dude, like, even just watching interviews with him, he is, like, turned up to 11 all the time. Yeah, like, it, it, it's crazy. It really is. I I have trouble trying to stay awake past 7 p.m. <laughs> And this guy is out here, you know, like killing it. Just fucking rocking on at fucking 53. Right. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll find some secret energy reserves as I get older, but I don't have it right now. No, I hear you on that. Shit. I'm usually passed out by 8 o'clock at night on yep. the weekdays when I got to work. Telling you kids, adulting sucks, but unfortunately you got to do it. But I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I know, but that's what sucks when you become adult and you gotta pay bills. Yeah. And you gotta support yourself. But you know, talking about adulting sucks. Yep. We can segue right on over to good old Psycho Stick. Yep. So, like Psycho Stick's history and stuff, I don't know much about them. You know, I, I haven't, like, dug that deep on how they met up and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But what I can tell you is that their songs are hilarious. Yes, they are. And my three favorite songs by them are Obey the Beard. Yep. Because Boobs. Yep. And Beer! Beer. Beer. Yeah, they've got such like humor built into their songs. Like they're another one of those. I want to know what their writing process is. 
I would like to see how they sit down and come up with this stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to them, you're like, okay, this is, this is very different because they're, I wouldn't classify them as like, you know, a very hardcore metal kind of band, but the music kind of fits that style. And then you've got lyrics of, you know, we'll just pull up uh, because boobs Uh and there's, you know, boobs should always be in my face. So bring them over to my place. Guys know what it's all about. Victoria, your secrets out. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, I want to know how in the world they get to a point where I'm just going to write a song about some titties. Exactly. Or I'm just, or I'm going to write a song about obey the beer. Yep. Like how? Like now, I always did feel more powerful having a beard. I don't know about you. Oh fuck yeah! Hell yeah! When the beard is out and at full length, and I'm just like, yeah. I look like, you know, some kind of fucking mountain man lumberjack shit. Feel like a boss. Exactly. You've got that sense of urge to be like, don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> and part of that's because if I shave, I still look like, you know, I'm 18 years old. Yeah. I got real bad baby face syndrome. Uh-huh. But another one of their songs that is really good is... um numbers which is like a parody of bodies yeah. by drowning pool and they again it, it's all in the writing i how in the world they come up with some of this shit i wish i was that creative i'm not i don't have it in me but these guys they come up with some of the most off the wall kind of stuff and you're just like man this is fucking great and yeah, you know, like some of it, like some of their. I'm just reading through the lyrics and obey the beer. They're just they're great. Yeah, I also pulled up the lyrics to adulting. I don't want to adult today. Things to fix, bills to pay. I just want to stay in bed, play video games. But instead, I got to get up, go to work, and like yeah, and that, obey the and obey the beer. They've got a Lincoln had a beer. DZ Pop, epic beer. Don Bank Daryl, metal beer. Chuck Norris, kick-ass beer. Number one, make it beard. Chewbacca is a beer. Santa Claus, Jesus Christ, God has a beer. And when you're reading through the lyrics, you're like, is this the most like complex, make you think about shit kind of stuff? No. No, it's not. This is just purely for comedy. This is something like, I don't know, when, when I, I think about it, even though the the styles are completely different. You know who uh, Mitch Hedberg was? Yeah. Some of the song lyrics, it makes me think like Mitch Hedberg would have turned this into a punchline. Uh-huh. Agreed. Like here's another one. I pledge allegiance to the beard. Can't grow a beard? Then buy a beard. Do you have a beard? Then grow more beards. You need to shave this thing. Shut up, Grandma. Grow a beard. (laughs) Yep. Another great line in there. Teenage Mutant Ninja Beard. Now, can we just talk for a second about the lyrics to Because Boobs? Yes. Because boobs. I mean, like, how how much more do you, you need to really say? Like, there's not a person 
alive, I don't think, who doesn't at least stop for a second and go, ooh, oops. Ooh. If you don't feel that way when you see them, I dare you to come fight me in the comments. Yeah. The chorus cracks me up, too. Like, I want to grab them. I want to shake them. I want to nom nom because boobs. And I then it, them. I want to slap them. I want to punch them because boobs. Now, punch them goes a little bit further than, you know, I would probably go. Well, there's only certain size boobs you can punch. Yeah. If you're, you're in the punch of boobs. Yeah, you would prefer to have like, you know, some big, uh, like airbag size. Like some big pig old bitties to where when you bend down or run, they're going to fucking hit you in the face. Like, ah, fuck my Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. And I'm sorry, they got to be the natural boobs too that when you when they're out running, they're just going bouncy, 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 bouncy. Oh, yeah, and they're, like, going different directions and everything. Going in different directions, not the ones where Jesus Christ looks down and goes, I didn't make those. Yeah. <laughs> Happy and bouncy and jiggly-wiggly round mounds just leave me all giggly. Dude, or this one thing that says, men with boobs, I do not like. Put on a shirt and take a hike. Chicks with boobs are really cool, especially when they're in a pool. And if you watch the video for the song, like, I want to know how these dudes who, when you look at them, they're not exactly what one would call, um, like, movie star hot or anything. They're just, like, regular guys, and they got all these hot chicks to dance in a music video for them. Mm -hmm. So someone tell me how that happens. I mean, it's probably money. Yeah. But... You know, how, how, but they've, they've got tons of like hilarious songs. There's one. Do you want a taco? Yeah. Um, dogs like socks. Let's see. Where is it? Oh, there's one that I actually, it's like a really good, you know, kind of fuck you song. It's called from the heart. Yeah. And when you read through the lyrics on that one, I hope every time you're barefoot, you step on a Lego. I hope every puzzle you make is missing one piece. I hope you develop an allergy to sex. I hope your children can't learn to read. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, like, that's one of those, even though it's meant to be funny, it's still one of those, like, you know, real fuck you kind of songs. Exactly. <laughs> the, I hope you get an allergy to sex. Yep. Now tell me how terrible that would be. See, here it goes. Their song, Beer. Psycho Stick gained notoriety in the spring of 2007 when their song, Beer, received heavy airplay on XM Radio's Liquid Metal Show for seven weeks. <laughs> Yeah. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. Beer. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. And stuff. Anybody out there, you guys have to check out Psycho Stick. If you've never listened to him before, you've got to give them a listen. Like YouTube is 
the the great nesting place for weird super cool little gems of music and when you find it it's just it's perfect it really is like it's it's fucking phenomenal yeah psycho stick is one of those ones where again not quite so kid friendly but no i don't think any of the ones we've covered so far today uh, have been exactly kid friendly well, Tenacious D, I mean, it all depends on, you know. It depends yeah, on what song. Yeah. But sure as shit, not Lonely Island or Cycle Stick. None of their shit's kid friendly. Except for maybe Do You Want a Taco? Yeah. The whole song is just Do You Want a Taco? I want a taco. I would eat a taco, but I'm full of fish that I had for dinner. Taco, taco, that's pretty good. I make me a taco, damn it. Yeah, um, that's the beard talking. <laughs> Gotta obey the beard. Let me know how that works out for you. All right, she'll probably be like, "Make your own fucking taco." Yeah, I can imagine that's how that conversation will go. You're like, you gotta obey the beard. Now we decided to do these. And, you know, we, we were talking about bands and groups. We left out, you know, people like uh, Weird Al or comedians who do funny songs like Rodney Carrington or, um, oh, what's his name? I think it's is it Stephen Lynch. If you haven't listened to him, he's pretty good, too. Uh, Stephen Lynch, that motherfucker right there. Oh, my God. It's One of super, my superhero by Stephen Lynch. That's fucking song ever. He's got a ton of good stuff. But, you know, we left out those kinds of people because we were focusing mainly on the bands. But I, I didn't want to go the whole episode without giving a shout out to some of those people who do like funny songs. We're just we're not looking at solo artists. We're talking about bands and groups in this one. Yeah. Like you've got to you've got to check out uh, Stephen Lynch's superhero song. I think that's what he's called. Yeah, yeah, he's got one called Superhero. Yeah, he's dude's funny as hell. Yes, Superhero. <laughs> that song is it's fucking great. That one's good. So is Beals, like the song where he's the devil. Yeah. But getting back to the bands that we were talking about, you know, Tenacious D, Lonely Island, Psycho Stick, it's it's all a very certain kind of humor. If you're one of those people who likes very highbrow, you know, intellectual kind of humor, you're probably not going to find this shit funny. Um, but if you're a couple, if, if you're like us, you know, the ugly bastards over here, where you know, we're just a couple of grown-up kids. Um, and we still find farts funny. Well, you know, yeah, we do. These songs are, are for us. And if you have a comedy band or something that we didn't mention, you know, give us a shout-out in the, in the comments on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, you know, just come find us on the social media sites. 
yeah. follow us. We want that interaction, but we want to know from you guys, like, is this something you agree with? Do you agree with our picks that we have here? Do you have some others that you wanted to see or, you know, hear us talk about? Yeah, some ones where we didn't mention or that we have no idea, and you're like, hey, you should check out these guys, or you should check out this dude. They're fucking great and hilarious. Like, if you like them or you like him, you'll like this guy. Right, and I love that shit. Like, I love when people turn me on to somebody I've never heard of before, and they're like, hey, you should check this out. I'm like, all right, this is fucking dope. Exactly. Yeah, I have achieved the awkward silence. Say what? Uh, where you uh, where you said where other people get to where you get turned on by other suggestions. I was like, hey, baby. No, you know what? Um, that one, it slipped right by me. And um, now I wish I hadn't asked <laughs> what the awkward silence was about. And I would have let it continue to be awkward. <laughs> Right. Um, that was just weird, and I don't know that I I want to go back to it. But you know, um, no, Tenacious D, absolute classic from like early two thousands. Later on, came to Lonely Island, um, and. Psycho Stick has been around for a long ass time too, like early two thousands, and they still put out yeah. stuff. Yeah, they even do. during the pandemic, they were doing like virtual live shows. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's cool about Psycho Stick is they're mainly more word of mouth. You know, like yeah, they have, are. It's like, hey, have you ever have you or like have you heard of Psycho Stick? No, go check them out. They're funny as shit. Or like, they'll be like, or if you're with somebody that you hang out with and they listen to them and they're playing it, you're like, who the fuck is this? And they're like, psycho stick. You're like, oh shit, okay. That's just like one group slash band that uh, uh, my buddy Brian told me about, which is really fucking weird, is Mr. Bungle. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm like, Who? They're not, they're another one of those that aren't very well known. No, but I mean, it's funny because you wouldn't think that fucking Scott Ian would be in Mr. Bungle, right? You know, or fucking Dave Lombardo, like, like, because it's got ant, because like Scott Ian is known for anthrax, right? And fucking Dave Lombardo is known for fucking Slayer, like, what the fuck. Yeah, and then you've also got Mac, uh, Mike Patton in there, too. Like, uh-huh. if, you, if you don't know who Mike Patton is, though, anybody who's listening, check him out. Um, you know, Faith No More. I'm sure people out there mm-hmm. recognize that name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal right. vocalist. Yeah. You're just like, the, the people that are in Mr. Bungle is retarded. It's I'm just like, because when he told me that, when he told me, when he played, we were at a ball, we were at TNT before they moved, and he played a Mr. Bungle song, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Great. He's like, it's Mr. Bungle. I'm like, who the fuck is Mr. Bungle? 
Yeah, Psycho sticks the same way. Um, now we have a a mutual friend who actually got me listening to Psycho Stick. If I had to take a guess, was it uh uh the short one? Yeah. Okay, go figure. Yeah, and I think the song was actually because boobs. <laughs> Good old Lord. Dwarf. Yep. And I know it wouldn't. Could not well. I could see Lord Elf doing the same kind of doing it too, but it's more along the lines of Lord Dwarf. Yeah, the elf, he normally listens to more shit like uh, uh, Death Clock, um, which another comedy band, but more so in like less comedy, more satire, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you moving shit over there? No, I set my phone down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a little plug, by the way. If y'all are on the Tiki Talk, go check out uh, Lord Gnome, or sorry, not Gnome, Lord Dwarf TikTok page. It's actually quite hilarious. Yeah. What is he? Is it um, Reed Diculous? I will find it for you here. Yes, his Tiki Talk page is Reed Diculous. R-E-I-D-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S. Go check it out. He's got some funny shit on there. Yeah, he's a friend of ours. He does a lot of funny stuff. Um, check him out. Like his stuff. Tell him he's funny because he is. Yes. Tell him to do Homer Simpson. Yes. But I think that's about everything that I wanted to cover, at least on Psycho Stick and the Lonely Island. Did you have anything else you wanted to throw out there? No, no, not really. You know, we pretty much covered all the bases and whatnot. Yeah. Of all of them and everything. Oh, a little side note, too. If you do go on to Lord Dorf's Talk, somewhere in the comments page, please tell him to get our Lord, our friend, Lord Elf, with South Park's version of Poker Face, because he fucking <laughs> hates it. Yep. Nah, 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 nah. So, just one more time to plug all the social media stuff. Um, you can check us out on Facebook. And Facebook, it's spelled a little differently because Facebook is a dick and doesn't let us put the two ugly bastards podcast in there. Um, so every fucking time. I will. I'll keep mentioning it until they find a way to let us type it out fully. But we're on Facebook as the Tubs, the capital T, capital U, capital B, apostrophe S podcast. Um, we're also on Twitter. You can hit us up at Two Bastards on Twitter. Tweet, tweet, motherfucker. And go check out our friend Ridiculous um, on TikTok. That TikTok again is uh, Reed R E I D Diculous D I C U L O U S. So go check him out. Dude's funny. Tell him the two ugly bastards sent you. Um, yeah. And we hope to hear from y'all soon. Yep. And if he 
comments back and you're like, who are the two ugly bastards? Just tell them Lord Gnome and Lord Troll. You'll know exactly who you're talking about. Yup. But yes, again, this, again, like you said, check us out on Facebook. Uh, that's where you'll get all the all the updates and whatnot on what episodes are coming out, what the next episode is going to be, if you want to chime in, you know, and whatnot. We'll add you to the show. Uh, you're going to have to come back and say that again. You're cutting out real bad. Uh, but like I was saying, um, again, check us out on Facebook. That's where you can find all of our polls that we put up when we're doing what our next episodes are going to be, when the next episode's coming out, all that good shit like that. Um, and that's another good place too to where if you want to chime in when we post out what the next episode is going to be and you want to talk about something, please, by all means, give at it. Hells yeah. And don't forget the Twitter. You know, the Yankee Bastard watches the Facebook. I mind the Twitter. Um, So hit us up on either place. The Twitter, again, is at Two Bastards. And we really hope to hear from you guys. Thank everybody for listening. You yep. guys are great. By the way, I want to give a shout out before we get off this. Um, whoever you motherfuckers are out there in the world, not just in the U.S. nationally, thank y'all for chiming into our podcast. Yeah, you we know, appreciate every single listen. We appreciate every single listen. I mean, we've got. I want to say. If I remember off the top of my head, the three or four random streams or three or four streams that we got from Belgium, y'all are fucking amazing. Please keep it up. Hell yeah, we love y'all. You know, and anywhere else out there, you know, surprisingly, you know, when we found out, hey, we're global. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it is. I'll take one stream from fucking Singapore all day long. (laughs) Yes, sir. You know, but... And another one, I don't know. I want to say up in Portland, y'all motherfuckers rock it. Like, y'all are the most that we've ever, y'all, that's where a lot of them are coming from is Portland. It's the Portland area. I don't know if it's Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon, but whichever one it is, y'all are fucking bombs. Keep kicking it. Or even Portland, Tennessee, if that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Yeah, again, anywhere y'all are at, we appreciate it. Like we said, we're just two ugly bastards doing a podcast. Hopefully, we can make it bigger than it already is. But without further ado, that is tonight's and was tonight's episode. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Please check us out on the socials, and we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Later. Love, peace, and chicken grease.